Welcome, everybody, and God bless you. This is the Be Healed Podcast, where we are dedicated to helping you receive the healing that Jesus Christ died to provide you. I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and our ministry has been seeing Jesus Christ heal people for more than 20 years. The Be Healed Podcast is filled with interviews, testimonies, and teachings that are meant to equip you with a strong biblical understanding of God's promise to heal. Now, I'd like to ask a question today. I'd like to ask if you've ever doubted that God desires to heal you. Now, I didn't ask if you've ever doubted if God was able to heal you, but rather that God desires to heal you. Maybe you've prayed for healing and it's not broken through, or maybe you've seen a loved one suffer and it seemed like God was just far away from them. Well, the reality is that a lot of people struggle with doubt, but I'm going to cover an essential truth today that is undeniably a key that God desires for you to have, and it will and it has unlocked healing for many. Now, before we begin, I'd like for you to commit to write down your reaction to this teaching. I know that may sound strange, but in reality, many things we hear, we don't receive. We hear them. We evaluate them, and then we move on. And it never actually takes root in our heart. So it will be very wonderful for you to think about, what have I thought about this teaching? Have I received it? Have I received what God is desiring to speak to me about? Has my heart received it? Have I received it deeply enough that it's going to produce change in my life? So commit to receiving what God has given to you, but write down your reflections as to how much you think you've received it. And then if you haven't really received it, if you're really being honest and there are things and thoughts and experiences that are kind of preventing it from going deep in your heart, reflect on those and begin to pray. And the Holy Spirit, He's the one that can bring the change and the shift in your heart. All right, let's get ready to get this teaching so we can be healed. There are countless people who believe that Jesus Christ is able to heal their body. They believe that Jesus Christ is God, and He is. And they believe that He is powerful and that He is able to do it. They read the Bible. They read the many miracles in the Bible. Some of them are over the natural world. Some of them are over the demonic world. Some of them are just practical miracles to feed people and to bless people, and they receive these miracles. They even believe that Jesus Christ raised people from the dead, like Lazarus in John chapter 11. However, it's a lot less common for people to believe that Jesus actually desires or wants to heal them. The average person often thinks that they have to somehow twist God's arm to heal them, or that they have to fast for 80 days without food and water uh, so that they can somehow prove their worth to God. And maybe they'll attain some level of goodness that God says, wow, you're worthy to be healed. But none of these things are accurate or true. And these views of God are just. Well, there's no other way to say it. They're just wrong. 
and they come from places that are opposite from the Father's heart. So I'm going to ask you a question, and and for us to think about this, and to move away from healing of your body for a moment, or of your mind and your emotions, and, and move to asking you, why did God save you? In other words, why did the Father send Jesus, his only begotten Son? Why did Jesus willingly lay down his life for us on the cross? Jesus Christ said in John chapter 10, verse 17, he says, Therefore my Father loves me, because I lay down my life, that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This command I have received from my Father. Wow. God the Father commanded His Son to give His life, to lay down His life. Jesus wasn't taken by force in a way that overwhelmed His ability to resist. Jesus allowed the human beings of earth, to nail him to the cross. He allowed the enemy to put nails in his hands and feet. He allowed the soldiers to spear his side. He allowed the torturers to whip him and to scourge him and to beat him and to spit on him and to pull the hairs of his beard out of his face. Jesus wasn't weaker than them. He laid it down. He said again in John chapter 10, verse 18, No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. This is very powerful because we have to ask the question, why did he willingly do it? The Father willingly sent his only begotten son and commanded him to lay down his life. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 10 describes that it actually pleased the Lord to bruise him, which literally translated means to crush him. The father loved his son, loves him, but it pleased him to crush him. This begs the question, why? What was God's motivation here? What was God communicating to us? Well, the answer is simple, and it's summed up in one very powerful word, and that word is love. John chapter 3 verse 16 says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. It tells us right there what God's motivation is. Why did he send Jesus? Because he loves the world. He loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Why did Jesus Christ give his life? Why did he lay it down? Well. That answer is in the Gospel of John, chapter 15, 
verse 13, Jesus says, Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. Jesus reveals it. He has love for the people he calls his friends. He says, greater love has no one than this. Jesus was describing the magnitude of his love. He was describing the depth of his love, the width of his love, the height of his love. And he said, there is no greater love than to lay down your life for your friend. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 9, it even describes what we should see when we see Jesus. It says, In this the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent His only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through Him. There it is. In this, the love of God was manifested toward us. In other words, it was demonstrated. It was shown that God sent Jesus into the world because God wanted us to live through Jesus. Who is Jesus? He's the manifested love of God. It's powerful. God loves you and me. And Jesus loves us. And we are supposed to live through that love. This is a powerful reality because God didn't send Jesus Christ to the earth to die for good people. He didn't send him to die for the righteous. He sent him to die for the ungodly. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5, verse 6, For when we were still without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet perhaps for a good man someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we now have received the reconciliation. The Father didn't send Jesus for the righteous people, and Jesus didn't lay down his life for the perfect and for the holy and for the righteous. Why? Because the Bible says in Romans 3.23 that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. It is very, very important to understand this because this is the grace of God. This is the message of the gospel that Jesus died for those who didn't deserve him. And we have to realize that there must have been some other motivation that God has for us other than, well, we were worthy in our works. I mean, it's an amazing miracle. And I share this with people frequently, 
the greatest miracle is not that Jesus would heal people physically. The greatest miracle is that Jesus would die for sinners and reconcile us to the Father. I mean, this is an amazing miracle that the Father loved us even when we were wretched sinners in vile darkness. I mean, this means that Jesus is right now loving the worst person on earth. And it isn't because they're worthy. It's simply because God loves us. That's why he sent Jesus Christ. So I want you to see this picture that salvation has nothing to do with how good we were. It has everything to do with how good our Father is. And this love that the Father has for us doesn't just stop with removing our sin. It doesn't just stop with enabling us to be born again or begotten of Him. It doesn't stop with just bringing us peace and reconciliation. It continues through every area, every facet of our mind, body, souls, and spirits. I want you to understand right now that love and redemption, love and salvation cannot be separated from the love of God. All throughout the scripture, when you see people being healed, you are seeing this love. You are seeing this saving love. In Psalm 103, verse 3, it says that that God forgives all your iniquities and heals all your diseases. In Psalm 107, verse 20, the Bible says he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Jesus is that word. Jesus is that promise. The Bible says in John chapter 1, verse 14, that the word became flesh. That's speaking about Jesus Christ. I want you to see that when God sent Jesus, he didn't send him only to bless you in one area. He sent to bring you shalom, complete wholeness, nothing lacking, nothing broken. And so why did he save you? Why does he desire to save you if you've not yet received him as Lord? Because he loves you. Well, why is he sent his word? Because the word describes that he heals. He heals because he loves. He heals because he doesn't want you hurt. I know there may be a million experiences and things you've seen and heard that that would try to cause you to think differently. But the reality is that you've got to see Jesus on that cross. You've got to see him bleeding. You've got to see the pain and the suffering and the torture. And you must see he's saying, I love you this much. When the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 53 in verse 4 and 5, When it says, by his stripes, we are healed. He's saying that he loves us this much. And by that love, he has taken our sickness, 
taken our disease, taken our sorrow, taken our pain. Isaiah chapter 53, those words of bearing our sickness and our disease, they mean physical ones. It's not just spiritual sin. When Jesus touched people, he healed them physically. Why? Because he loves them. Now, let's make this really simple. Let's make this super, super simple. Especially if you're a mom or if you're a dad and you're listening to this, you have somebody that you love. And I'm going to ask this question. If you're a mom or dad or, or you love someone, do you want to see your children sick or your friend sick, suffering, being tortured, living in pain? What kind of mom or dad would ever want that? They would never want that. What kind of true friend or, or, or somebody you care about, would you want to see them suffering? No. We are not nearly, not even one ounce close to being as good as God. And God loves us. And in the same way that you don't want your loved one to be in pain, it's the same that God doesn't want his children to be in pain. In fact, many people don't know this, but when I was diagnosed with cancer, I did not really know uh, much at all about Jesus. I was not saved. And my mom did not know much about Jesus, and she was not saved. But I remember her coming to my room one day, and she looked right at me, and she said to me, she said, Steve, I wish I could take it. I wish I could take this diagnosis from you. I'd rather suffer instead of you. That's how much I love you. We didn't understand the gospel. It wasn't too many months after that that I did hear the gospel. And I heard that not only did God love me, not only did he want to take it from me, but he did it. He did it 2,000 years ago on the cross. It was that revelation that helped me to believe that God wanted me well. The day that I encountered this revelation was the day that I was miraculously healed of cancer. Demons were cast out of my body, darkness fled, and I was made whole. The reconciliation that we read about in Romans chapter 5, came true, and it came true in the form of healing. I want to tell you that Jesus loves you, and I want you to begin to just pray to the Lord in a quiet place today. Go and reflect on this teaching. Do you believe that He loves you? Yes, even you who may have made mistakes and may feel unworthy, you don't have to earn the Father's love. His love is unconditional. But He does call us to believe, to lay hold of His promises. Receive His love. Receive His love right now. Especially if you've not really ever accepted Jesus Christ as the Son of God. He's not a religion. 
He's the love of God. He's not angry with you. He's been thinking about you, longing for you, desiring you, craving you to become his child. The father wants to adopt you. You can tell him right now, Father, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And I'm willing to turn away from sin and idols and and darkness in my life. I will follow you, Jesus. I give you my heart. I receive eternal life because you died for me and you paid for all my sins. And I receive forgiveness for everything I've done wrong. When you pray that prayer, when you receive that, that makes you a child of God, cleansed. And for all of you who have already received Jesus, and for those who just received him, his favor is on you. You're reconciled. I'm reconciled. We are not cursed. Sickness is a curse. We are not cursed. We are in the love of God. So receive healing right now as I pray for you. In the name of Jesus. Father, we receive your love. We receive your love. We declare, Lord, that faith to be healed is faith in your love. We pray for a greater understanding and a greater receiving of your love. And we declare right now for every sickness to depart from their body, every pain, every diagnosis, Leave their body. We declare it's not your love that put it there, but it's your love that shall remove it now. I release and loose in the name of Jesus right now those who are suffering, and I command all sickness, disease, accident, injury, and pain to depart. In the name of Jesus Christ, now. Amen. Receive it with faith. Let that love just overwhelm you. Meditate on it. Today's a good day because God loves you. Let's take as a lifelong developmental goal that every day will grow in receiving the love of the Father through the sun more and more each day. Oh, I pray you're blessed today. I know you are by the word of God. I want to give you a free resource about identity. We've been offering this for a little while because identity is so important. Just text the word healing to 94,000 and it will walk you through a process. Get connected to us. Find out what's happening. We thank you. We love you. If you want to check out sermons from Sunday's teachings and various things we have, go to my YouTube channel at YouTube forward slash Steve Hannett. would also love for you to go to our website, everyhousenow.org. God bless you, and we'll talk to you next week. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Behold podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. 
It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.